I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. The NRL season's over now and due to COVID, we're lucky enough to have the state of origin period happening at the end of the year. It's going to be a cracking three weeks on the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Origin, it's my favourite time of the year. Let's kick it off. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Obviously, the teams for Origin 2 came out on Friday, haven't been on the podcast since they were announced, of course. So I'm just going to go through them today and have a little chat about the changes and where I think coaches have made good moves. I'll start with the Blues. Uh, James Tedesco remains at fullback. He's going to captain this side, which is a huge, huge play. I really didn't see this coming. I thought Jake Trevojevic should be the captain every day of the week, but he's gone for Teddy. Obviously, Teddy's going to be out there for the full 80. I know he's a massive voice coming from the back. You know, when we spoke to Anthony Minicello a couple of months ago, he spoke about how much they've worked on him talking from the back, and I I know it's been a big improvement in his game. So, I mean, can you deny that Tedesco's going to be a big player in this game? He just shows up time after time. So, I would have gone Jake Trevojevic, but I understand this move, and at the end of the day, Freddie's got a better seat than me to make this decision. On the wings, the Blues have stuck with Daniel Tupu, Josh Adokar. I thought both were fantastic the other night. Tupu was unlucky with an off load that turned into a try for uh, the money man. Uh, but outside of that, I thought they were both sensational. I thought Adokar in particular, playing on the wrong side, he was unbelievable. Now, Freddie's kept the same centre as Gutherson and Jack White, and both were stood up pretty well the other night by their opposing men. Um, interesting to see how they go. Jack White, I'm not too worried about him. I think he'll stand up. I think he's proven over the last 18 months he's a good enough player to bounce back from a really poor performance the other night. To be honest with you, controversially, Gutho, he's more of a worry for me. And he, you know, I, he was a worry for me from the moment this team was named. I said that last week. I don't think he's a center. Um, I'm not, ex- they're 50 50 whether Capewell's going to play this game or not. I mean, he's sort of. He gave it to Gutho a little bit the other night. I mean, I understand Gutho. He slipped over when he was making that tackle on him, but you just can't afford to do that in the Origin Arena. You've just got to make your tackles, especially at centre. It's a tough position to mark. And I think I think if it was to change, I think you'd probably see Philip Sammy go to centre for the Maroons, um, which I think would be a really harder task for Clint Gutherson. Sammy, we didn't see much of him in game one, but he's a sensational footballer. He's really hard to handle, loves a tackle break. He's quick. He's got a good step on him. Got a good quick play of the ball, finds his elbows and knees. I really like Sammy, so that'll be a big test for Gutho 
if Kurt Capewell is out. Uh, on at 5'8", we've had a big change. Now, Luke Keary was the six. He's coming in for Cody Walker. This is one that doesn't overly surprise me. I think it's a big call by Freddie, but it doesn't shock me. I mean, at the end of the day, we're going back to ANZ Stadium. This is Cody Walker's home ground. This is where he does his best work. I thought they looked really good with Walker on the field the other night. I mean, he, he set up one try, and he almost set up another one that was battered down by Queensland. He looked really good. And to me, to be honest with you, Luke Keary, along with Boyd Cordner, they're both not going to play game two. Well, Gordon is out for the series. But Keary, to me, he just looks exhausted. And to be honest with you, I can't blame the bloke. He's been through a lot the last two years. So I understand Freddie making this change. I'm really excited to see what Cody Walker does. Obviously, last year's series was pretty disappointing for Cody Walker. And he came back in 2020 and was just sensational. And I'm really looking forward to seeing how he goes in this game. He'll be amped up for it. He's got a lot of people to prove wrong. There has been a question mark over Cody Walker's head for, you know, close to a decade now. This is starter back in the Queensland Cup, which was... Can he handle the big stages? Um, I thought the other night when he came on in game one, he was sensational. This is something that Wayne Bennett, I know, I know Bennett sat down and spoke with him when he first arrived at South, talking about the big stages and that he needs to take his game to the next level by delivering on these big stages. And this is a really good opportunity for Cody Walker to prove a lot of people wrong. And I know he'll be really hungry for it. I'm glad Freddie's given him this opportunity. Halfback, he's stuck with Nathan Cleary. He's copping plenty at the moment. I, I don't understand where the criticism's coming from. I mean, if you want to look at a stat sheet, that, that's fine. You can look at a stat sheet. You can bag him. He's played a really good game as a halfback. Defensively, he's been fantastic. I don't think Cleary's that far off having a really good game in origin. The thing with being a good halfback, and I think people get confused, you know, stats and actual halfback play. If you watch the way that Cleary goes about his work, I think he's a really good seven, and I think he's well and truly done enough to stay in this side. We'll see how it unfolds there, though. Now, in the front row, we've had a change here. Daniel Saifidi will start. I thought he was one of the Blues' best the other night, along with Payne Haas. Now, Payne Haas is one that I said the other day. I'm not sure if he'll stay in this team. The reality with Payne Haas is I don't think you can use him off the bench. I think you've either got to start him or not have him in the side at all. Really excited to see what they do with Payne Haas. He's got two stints in this game, so he won't just be coming on for one for 25 minutes. You'll see him for two stints of 25, maybe 30 minutes. Really excited to see what he does. Damian Cook retains his spot at hooker, of course. Second row, you've had Boyd Cordner ruled out to Angus Crichton back on an edge. This is where I think Angus Crichton is more damaging out on an edge. I think usually he plays on the right edge. It'll be interesting to see how he goes on the left. Tyson Brazell staying on the right edge. And Jake Kravojevic at lock. Now on the bench, this is where we've seen a few changes. The bench now reads, Dale Finney came from the Melbourne Storm. He comes in, bit of experience. The reality is at ANZ Stadium that you play it through the centre third. So bringing Finney Kane in, I really like it. Junior Paulo goes back to the bench. I think he'll be sensational. Bring him on in a little stint, some subtle ball playing. He's sort of going to play that link role, I think. Along with the next man, Nathan Brown. This is the guy I'm most excited about. I've been saying for a long time, this guy's a dog and he fights for every bone and every inch he's made for State of Origin. I think he's going to stay in the Origin arena for quite some time, to be honest with you. I know he didn't start in game one so it looks like he's down the pecking order at the moment but I just think he's going to be like a duck to water. I can't wait to see Nathan Brown play on Wednesday night. Um, The reality is with footy sides and I I thought it when I was watching them the other night um, excuse my language, every team they need a bit of C-U-N-T and they were missing it last week and this guy brings it. He just loves, he loves the tension. He loves bringing a bit of shit into the game. This is what I love about Brownie, and I think he's going to be sensational. Uh, Isaiah Yo is the other man that debuts, really well-deserved, flown under the radar for a number of years, and this year at Penrith had his best season by far and away. Um, I'm not sure how they're going to use Isaiah Yo. It's going to be interesting how they actually use him. Obviously, they don't have a utility 
on their bench, but they have got Angus Crichton in the second row. So if anything happens in the centres or on the wing, they can shuffle those guys around, move Angus out there. They could also do it with Isaiah Yo, I guess, but Angus Crichton would be my move. If anything was to happen in the halves, obviously you've got Jack White at six, so you could move him into the middle. Um, so that they have got a bit of versatility here. The only worry would be if Damian Cook goes down. It'd be interesting to see what they do there. Nathan Brown's played a bit of nine here and there, but it's not ideal. So that would be interesting to watch. Gutho's also played a little bit of nine at Parramatta. So realistically, their only worry is if Damien Cook goes down, how they're going to replace him. Uh, their extended bench, 18, Luke Keary, 19, Regan Campbell-Gillard, 20, Cam McInnes. That's probably a name you need to watch, Cam McInnes. be interesting to see if they end up bringing him in or not. And 21, Stephen Crichton. Over to the Queensland side and starting at fullback, we've got Val Holmes, obviously replacing AJ Brimson. As a New South Wales fan, I kind of like this move, to be honest with you. I thought AJ was really dangerous the other night. I think Val is a better winger than he is fullback. He hasn't played in a number of weeks. He's, you know, what he he would have played... Oh, geez, he wouldn't have even played 15 games here. He might have played 10 or 11 games. I think he was injured for quite a while. So he's still only played 10 or 11 games in, what is it, two, three years. So I, I, I really like this move as a Blues fan. I, I personally, if Val Holmes was back this week and AJ was available, AJ still would have been my fullback for sure. On the wing, Xavier Coates, who was sensational the other night. Philip Sammy retains his spot. Kurt Capewell in the three. Dane Gagai, who was unbelievable. Dane Gagai, how good was he? He's just one of those origin players. They named their best Queensland team at halftime, their best 17. Fuck, I'll eat my hat if this bloke shouldn't be in that side. He's been sensational in the origin arena. He just goes to a new level. What a what a footballer. Kurt Capewell obviously retains his spot. Uh, Branko Lee doesn't come into this side. Unfortunately, I was really hoping he would get a start somewhere. Obviously, a bit of an injury cloud around Kurt Capewell. As I said, if that does happen, I suspect Philip Sammy would go to centre and you would probably see Edric Lee come in, assuming Branko isn't fit for this game. Uh, he is 18th man, so yeah, you know you could sort of do it either way. I don't know if Branko is going to be fit. We'll see what happens there. Munster in the six, Cherry Evans in the seven. I thought both were sensational the other night. Munster owned his moment. Cherry Evans, I think he made 35 tackles. He was inspirational. The Blues put pressure on him. They made him run. He was really good. Man in the match last game, controversially, but I don't think he didn't deserve it. He was really good. Uh, the front row, you got Dunamis Louie and Josh Papali, the two Canberra boys. Both were really solid in game one. Obviously, uh, Dunamis making his debut there. I thought he was really good. Jake Friend at nine made about 10,000 tackles in game one. A really solid origin debut. Um, interesting, you know, they've still got Ben Hunt on the bench, and I believe Jake Friend played 80 minutes. So I meant that Ben Hunt and him, they sort of shared that nine role. One was playing lock. I really liked the sort of the way they attacked it. It, it did worry the Blues, it was a moment there where Benny Hunt, he, he took them on at about halfway, drew in a few blokes, got an offload. That left that led to the Xavier Coates try. Uh, so I really like that combo between Hunt and Jake Friend. As much as I am a huge Harry Grant fan, he's not in the extended squad, so I'm not sure if you will see him this series realistically. Uh, in the second row, Felice Cafusi holds on to his spot. I thought he was great the other night, one of the best second rowers in the game. And Jaden Sewer. So Cohen Hess, he's lost his spot. Jaden Sewer's come in. This is what I expected to happen in game one. I thought it was a bit strange what they did with Hess. I mean, he played the first 15-odd minutes and then didn't come back on the field. Very strange. Interesting two days for Cohen Hess. Apparently, he won 40K on the Melbourne Cup. Showed up on Wednesday night, played 15 minutes, got paid 30K for that. So he's up 70K in, what, 24, 28 hours there. Not, not a bad gig. I know he's been dropped from Origin, which stings, but fuck, I'm not sure if there's anyone that's ever been happier to be dropped just quietly. Not a bad day there. Uh, Tino at 13. I thought he was really good in his Origin debut. I think the Blues, they contained him well. 
Um, he's obviously one to watch in game two. Ben Hunt at 14, we've spoken about him. Lindsay Collins, 15. He was one that I honestly, I didn't think he deserved that spot. I thought he was sensational the other night. Just fantastic hit-ups. Made his meters, quick play the balls. A little bit of egg on my face there. Lindsay Collins was unbelievable. Jai Arrow, the experience. Um, just good to have him in that side. I don't think he's the most explosive player, but he's consistent. He does a job for them. And 17 is the man that I, I could not believe didn't make his debut in game one. I think he's such a sensational footballer. I've said it a few times. If he was at any Sydney club, we would have him as a top five front row in the game. Mo Fodawaker, I'm really excited to see, to see him come into the Origin Arena. I think he's going to be sensational. I think he's going to be picked in every Queensland team for the next decade from now on, the start of something special. Look, the two guys I'm most excited for, Mo Fodawaker, I just spoke about him, and Nathan Brown, two front rowers that I think are just going to suit Origin down to a T. I think they're going to be guys you're going to see in Sky Blue and Maroon for a while. Cannot wait to see how this all plays out. Interesting to see how the coaches will use both their teams. Queensland, not a heap of changes. I don't think you'll see much change there. Just Cohen Hess out and Mo Fodawaker coming in, essentially. Uh, but for the Blues, obviously a few changes. Cody Walker into the six. I'm expecting Nathan Cleary to take more control. Uh, and Cody Walker can just time in when he wants. Obviously, that left edge has changed a little bit. You're now going to have Cody Walker and Angus Crichton there, so there is a bit of movement there. It's going to be interesting to see how they handle it. But Cody Walker with the hot hand he's got right now, it could be trouble for the Maroons. Uh, I'll do my analysis later in the week on this game, but as I said, straight after uh, the full-time siren of Game 1, I do believe the Blues will win this game. I think they'll win Game 3. AJ Brimson injury really helps that cause. I'll get more detail later, but it's the Blues in Game 2 for me. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 